CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 3rd of December 2023. Here are the main news headlines. ITU World Radio Communications Conference 2023 update. Youth country representative sought. YOTA month has begun. The 2023 World Radio Conference has reached the halfway point for its, of its four-week deliberations. After numerous meetings, the 23SEMS topic has made progress at the sub-working group level and the outcome is expected to progress up the WRC committee structure for adoption. Meanwhile, attention is also being paid to a wide variety of other current and future agenda proposals where amateur frequencies, frequency allocations are in scope from HF and VHF upwards into the microwave bands. IARU President Timothy Ellum, V6SH, arrived to support the amateur radio team at the conference and was able to record an ITU interview which is available online. The RSGB special focus page continues to have regular updates and additional detail. You can find the page at rsgb.org forward slash wrc hyphen 23. The RSGB is looking for four licensed radio amateurs to help raise the profile of wireless communication amongst young people, particularly. Initially, we're looking for RSGB members based in England, Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales to engage young people in the hobby. Volunteer, volunteers in these new roles will represent the RSGB at ex- externally organised events and will plan and deliver outreach events. If you have plenty of ideas, a passion for getting young people involved in amateur radio and experience of running small-scale events, we'd be very keen to hear from you. For full details of the roles, visit rsgb.org stroke volunteers and for an informal discussion, please email RSGB Board Director Ben Lloyd, GW4BML, via GW4BML at rsgb.org.uk. Youngsters on the Air Month has now begun. Call sign GB23 Yota is active for the duration of the month, with a range of clubs, groups and individuals having reserved, uh, having reserved operating slots. Cray Valley Radio Society is active with the call sign between 12pm and 6pm today, the 3rd. Tomorrow, Monday the 4th, Wake High School is the first of several schools this week to operate GB23 Yota. It'll be on the air between 8am and 5pm. Sandringham School will be active on Wednesday the 6th of December between 8 and 4, as well as Malig High School, who will be hosting the call sign on Thursday the 7th of December between 8 and 3. Finally this week, the RSGB National Radio Centre will be operating as GB23 Yota on Saturday the 9th of December between 9am and 5pm. Remember to listen out and have a QSO with a young radio amateur on the air. If you'd like to get involved, you've still got time, email jamie, m0stv, at yota.month at rsgb.org.uk to register your interest or ask for further information. The latest RSGB 2023 convention video to be released is three presentations in one. 
on the topic of the 23 Sems band. Barry Lewis, G4SJH, talks about amateur and RNSS coexistence in the 23 Sems band. Then John Warsnop, G4BAO, considers how the possible RNSS changes will affect narrow band DX and Earth Moon Earth operation. Finally, Dave Crump, GKQ, looks at the future of ATV on the 23 SEMS band. These presentations were given before the WRC 23 conference and final arrangements will depend on the WRC 23 outcome. Uh, You can watch the presentation on the RSGB YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash the RSGB. The last of the RSGB's Tonight to Tate webinars for 2023 is on Monday the 11th of December. It focuses on amateur radio construction and the RSGB construction competition. Jenny Curtis, M7JNY, Colin Murray, GM4EAU and David Law, G0LBK will talk about the projects they worked on and why they decided to submit them to the RSGB construction competition in recent years. If you are interested in trying something new or are wondering whether to submit your construction project to the RSGB competition, this webinar is for you. Watch live on the RSGB YouTube channel or special BATC channel and ask questions via the live chat. To find out more, go to the RSGB website. The RSGB Emerging Emerging Technology Coordination Committee members will be taking a break from processing notices of variation in inquiries from the 20th of December until the 3rd of January. They will reply to emails after that, but please be patient as they work through any backlog. When GQRP Club Secretary Dick, G0BPS, heard about the Radio Communications Foundation initiative to pay for 60 RSGB Foundation exams taken by young people in full-time education, he asked if the club could help out. The club committee, minus Chairman Steve, G0FUW, who is also an RSF trustee, agreed to sponsor an additional 10 exams. The RCF now has the funds and awaits applications from young people who would benefit from a little help in getting started in amateur radio. The GQRP club is devoted to low-power communications and has over 4,000 members, mostly in the UK, but also in in pretty well uh, every corner of the world. Further information at gqrp.com. Now for details of rallies and event, the Bishop Auckland Amateur Radio Rally is taking place today, the 3rd of December. The event is happening at Spennymore Leisure Centre, High Street, Spennymore, County Durham, DL 166DB, doors open 10.30, disabled access 10 o'clock. More information, contact bdingle at hotmail.co.uk. Also taking place today, the 13th, the 30, sorry, the 3rd, is Royal Wooten Bassett Swap Meet and Auction in Swindon Wilts. There will be approximately 25 tables of items available from private sellers as well as bring-and-buy tables. The auction will include about 300 lots. Location details and event times are on the event location page at bvws.org.uk. The Mid-Devon Amateur Radio and Computer Fair takes place on Saturday the 9th of December. The venue will be Winkley Sports and Recreation Centre in Mid-Devon, EX198HZ. It runs from 9 to 2. Entry is £3, but there's no charge for partners and under-16s. For more information or to book a table, contact PhilG6DLJ via email, philbridges at hotmail.com. 
The Sparkford Wireless Group Tabletop Rally, in aid of the RAIBC, will take place on Thursday the 28th of December from 9.30 to 1pm. The event will be held at the Davis Hall, Howell Hill, West Camel near Yeovil in Somerset, BA22 7QX. Entry £3, free parking and refreshments will be available. For more information, email bob via wjh069 at gmail.com. Special event news, DATA, VU2DSI, is active as AU2JCB until the 11th of December, commemorating the birth date of Indian physicist and radio pioneer Jagadish Chandra Bose, who was born on the 30th of November in 1858. He'll be operating CW on the 84 to 2015 and 10 metre bands and FM on the 10 and 6 metre bands QSL home call. A60WRC is a special call sign by use of, uh, f- for members of the Emirates Amateur Radio Society during the ITU World Radio Communications Conference 2023, which goes on until the 15th of December. Individual operators may append a serious serial number to the special call sign and operate as, for example, A60WRC slash 1. See QRZ for more details. Special event station VP8FLY is operating throughout the month of December, marking the 75th anniversary of the Falkland Island Government's Air Service. More information on qrz.com. DX News, Burkhart DL3KZA is active as YB9 stroke call sign from Sumbawa Island, OC150, until tomorrow, the 4th of December, QSL home call director via the Bureau. Maurizio IK2GZU is active as 5H3MB in Tanzania, or Tanzania, until the 8th of December, whilst doing volunteer work for the Ekelu Hospital and Elembuela Orphanage. In his spare time, he operates SSBCW in digital modes, 8 to 10 metre bands, QSL, club logs, OQRS, logbook of the world, EQSL, via IK2GZU direct or via the Bureau. Contest news today, the third, the 144 Megs Affiliated Societies Contest, runs from 1000 to 1400 UTC, all modes on the 2 metre band, exchanges signal report, serial number and locator. Tuesday the 5th. The 144 Megs UK Activity Contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC. All modes 2 metre band exchange signal report serial number and locator. Also Tuesday the 5th of December, the 144 Megs FM Activity Contest runs 1900 to 1955 UTC. FM on the 2 metre band. The exchange is signal report serial number and locator. On Wednesday the 6th, the 144 Megs FT8 Activity 4-hour contest runs from 1700 to 2100 UTC. FT8 on the 2-metre band, the exchanges report and 4-character locator. Also Wednesday the 6th, 144 FT8 Activity 2-hour contest runs 1900 to 2100 UTC. FT8 on the 2-metre band, exchanges and is report and 4-character locator. Stations entering the 4-hour contest may also enter the 2-hour contest. Contest. UK six metre groups winter marathon started on Friday the first of December and runs until Wednesday the thirty first of January two thousand and twenty four. All modes on the six metre band the exchange of signal report and locator. The ARRL one sixty metre contest started twenty two hundred UTC 
on Friday the 1st of December and ends at 1600 UTC today, Sunday the 3rd of December. Using CW on top band, the exchanges your signal report to American and Canadian stations also send their ARRL or RAC section. The ARRL 10-metre contest started at 0000 UTC Saturday the 9th of December. Starts, that should be. At the, starts on Saturday the 9th of December and ends at 23.59 UTC Sunday the 10th of December. CW and phone on the 10-metre band, the exchanges, exchanges signal report and serial number. American, Canadian and Mexican stations also send their state or province code. Now for the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYAG3YLA and G4BAO. They write, <clears throat> We were lucky last week. The solar flux index remained quite high, and after the geomagnetic upsets around the 25th, we had settled conditions with the KP index below 2. Unfortunately, it looks as though all that is about to change. On Tuesday the 28th, two M-class solar flares and associated coronal mass ejections caused a plasma cloud to be directed towards Earth. It's expected to catch up with an earlier coronal mass ejection, or perhaps arrive shortly thereafter. Moderate G2 storming with a chance of a strong G3 storming can therefore be expected with an increase of KP index. If that wasn't bad enough, a very large coronal hole is rotating into an Earth-facing position as well. This became geo-effective on the 2nd of September, and we can therefore expect any associated plasma in the solar wind early next week. Just how bad it will be is hard to say, as it will depend largely on the interplanetary magnetic field of the plasma coming off the Sun. If it's north-facing, we might just dodge the bullet, but if it's south-facing, we can expect significant auroral displays and propagation to match. Either way, it'll be worth keeping an eye on solarham.net and also the upper HF bands for signs of auroral-type activity. After an initial surge on the MUF, in the MUFs, we can expect band conditions to decline, at least for a couple of days. So, all in all, then, we can expect the bands to be disrupted at the end of this weekend, ending the 3rd of December. Next week, NOAA predicts the worst will be over by the 8th of December, but we are in uncharted territory and can expect anything to happen. So work the HFDX if and when you hear it. On a side note, we are now heading towards winter propagation conditions, so expect to hear DX activity on top band at 80 metres at night, especially around sunrise. The 40-metre band may also throw up some surprises during late afternoon. VHF and up, the weak but cold easterly pattern, is providing some sharp frosts and scattered showers, suggesting that tropo is unlikely. However, the overnight cooling temperature inversion inland, or anywhere away from the east coast, could see temporary tropo develop overnight and up to about mid-morning. The showers themselves are mostly fairly shallow and don't look wonderful from a rain-scatter perspective. All of this changes by midweek as low pressure starts to dominate again and really takes control for the rest of the coming week. This will bring stronger wind spells of heavy rain and return to milder air. It does not, however, encourage thoughts of Tropo becoming a big player next week. Don't forget to check in early mornings for random meteor scatter opportunities and keep an eye on the KP index for possible aurora. This is the better option with such an active sun at the moment and, as we've said early in the HF report, seems to be a strong player as we finish this first weekend of December. For EME operators, moon declination is positive and falling going negative on Thursday the 7th. 
Monday the 4th is apogee when the moon is furthest away, so expect path losses to be at their highest. 144 meg sky noise is low all week. That's it from the radio, prop- from the propagation team this week, and that's all from me until next week. <laughs>